Hey, this is El Donzo coming at you. Uh, once again, back again, bigger in life, twice as ugly. We don't have D's tonight. D's is feeling a bit under the weather. So you get to kick back with old El Donzo, just like it was months ago. It was just El Donzo in his own show, and he'd come on here and say anything he wanted, and he didn't have anybody challenging him. No, I'm just ripping you D's. It's all good, man. Hope you, hope you get to feeling better. So I decided tonight... To get back to the old format a little bit, we got the old opener, some Slade there for you. We got uh, we, we got that, what's his name? I can't even remember his name now, it's been so long. Oh, Lawrence O'Donnell, you have insanity in my earpiece. Yes, there is insanity in everybody's earpiece right now. If you're following the election, which, look, I know there's people out there that are not following it. I get it, but I don't get it. This is perhaps one of the most important uh, happenings, if that's what you want to call it. I guess that's that's kind of where it is in American history right now. One of the most important things to ever happen to this country. And we're going to dive into that. We've got some other things we want to go over as well, but we're going to dive into that. So right off the, right off the bat, Sidney Powell and Lynn Wood are two very prominent, respected attorneys and they're working on Trump's legal team right now. They found what they claim to be uh, a lot of evidence of not only voter fraud, but ballot tampering. Oh, but ballot tampering. And the list of things, I, I can't, I think they've got 400 affidavits. They've got all this stuff coming out. They're saying, they're actually saying that the machines, the Dominion, Smartmatic, voting machines and software um, were not only tampered with, but were rigged to throw this election. And that's some other stuff we're going to talk about later as well. I got to say, I have worked for a lot of companies and so have other people I've known, family members, whatnot, big companies. And we're always shocked by stupid decisions by people in, you know, elevated power positions, uh, CEOs, general managers, district managers, whatever you want to call them. We'd always kick back and go, wow, that's pretty stupid. There's got to be a reason they're doing it, right? There has to be a reason they're doing it. There's There's got to be some kind of tactic to why they're following through with this because otherwise it's just stupid. It makes no sense. And then the argument is, well, surely somebody in that position that makes that much money that has all these degrees and went to school and all this other stupid shit, surely they're there for a reason and they're there to make good decisions. And we're obviously just not understanding it because we must be so stupid. My brother and I talked about this because we worked for the same companies for years. We we're kind of involved in that. And we'd always scratch our heads. We'd get off work and we'd have a couple beers. We'd scratch our heads and go, what the, what the hell's going on here? Well, maybe he's doing this or maybe he's doing that or maybe she's doing this or she's doing that. And we always try to come up to justify the stupid shit we were seeing. And he talked to me, this is a long time ago, 
and we were talking about another situation. It was like, hey, we work for different companies and whatever. And we were talking about the stuff that we see all the time going on. And he told me, he goes, you know, I, I've reserved myself to the fact that they're just stupid. They don't know what they're doing. And they get away with it. And that must be how people like it. And that's what I think is going on in the federal government. Not only just the federal government, but the candidates uh, with this whole presidential election. I'm going to tell you why. So let's start off with everything that Trump has had thrown at him. Let's, I mean, we're not going to go into everything. I mean, shit from when he was in The Apprentice, who, who cares about that? But, but, but let's start when he was running and actually became a viable candidate. You got Stormy Daniels, I believe was the first thing, that Trump porked some porn star. Oh, it cheated on Melania. It was awful. He porked some porn star. Okay, first of all, he's never admitted that, and I don't think he would. Okay, he'll never come out and say it. Maybe he did pork her. Maybe this really did happen. It probably did. Who knows? I mean, Trump's a very powerful guy. He's got lots of money. Um, he can have just about anything he wants. So maybe he did. I mean, being philanderous never stopped Bill Clinton from getting into the White House. So to me, you know, when these when these liberals make this argument about oh Stormy Daniels and blah 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 blah, I don't care. I don't. I don't care. Can the guy run the country? I don't care. Anybody you get's gonna have some level of dirt that can be dug up on them. So that doesn't that doesn't matter to me at all. It really doesn't. Sorry, it doesn't. Sorry, not sorry. Um, the thing with Stormy Daniels was this, though. Was it Stormy Daniels claimed she got paid $130,000 to keep her mouth shut by Michael Cohen. $130,000 during a presidential election from one of the richest men, well, he's not the richest. He's probably, I don't know what's Trump in the top 30s, something like that. One of the richest men, most prominent rich men in the United States. 130,000. This is a presidential election. And she signed a piece of paper because she was broke to keep her sock tucker shut for $130,000. Think about that. If you had this kind of of dirt on somebody that was running for president, the leader of the free world, the United States of America. If you had this kind of dirt, you could come out and say, oh yeah, yeah, he took me out of a porn star, took me out and screwed me while his, while his wife was pregnant with their son, Baron, and blah, 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 blah. Don't you think you'd get more money if your story was legitimate? I mean, if you could actually do harm, $130,000 to me sounds like, you know, you got no case. Here's $130,000, now piss off. That's just what it sounds like to me. He he may may very well have screwed her, and that's fine. I don't I don't care. All right, he's done a great job from a conservative point of view. From a liberal point of view, oh God, he's this is so terrible. Oh my God, did you hear what Trump said yesterday? Oh, he was out there and he said something. He called it the China virus. And well, what a big bad dude he is, son of a bitch he is. I don't care though. I know, and I think most of America doesn't care. You know, it's a good thing we had Slick Willie in there for eight years to get us primed for this. Because now we're to the point where we're just like, oh, he, he, he put his pecker where? We don't care anymore. So, whether he did or not, that was really just kind of a weak move by the left to pull out. You got to remember, this is all going on too. When 
when Hillary Clinton had the email thing. So it was a back and forth. Who was going to get the October surprise three months early in this deal? And it didn't happen. And we saw Donald Trump got elected. Now, let's talk about why Donald Trump got elected. And let's talk about how this happened. They did not expect Donald Trump to get anywhere near the votes that he got. Nowhere near it. It wasn't going to happen. It was in the bag for Hillary. Everybody wanted your status quo president, which was, let's face it, going to be Hillary Clinton. She was going to go sit her fat, stupid, wrinkly ass in the White House for four years at a minimum and, you know, just hook up her cronies and her business partners. And, you know, Bill probably had some kind of a massage parlor in the works in the White House, probably going to be in the uh, in the Kennedy room or Lincoln room or whatever Rumpa room, whatever, whatever it is. What, what that, what that, oh, what that guy, that, that, the French president. Uh, wasn't, no, it wasn't Macron. Macron's now. Oh, what, what was that guy? He had the bunga bunga parties. Anyway, yeah, something like that. A lot of D's and a lot of A's. And I don't mean that D's is in D heart. He can be a D sometimes, but I mean, you, you know what I'm getting at here. Okay, so anyway, so they never expected Donald Trump to get the presidency. And it took them by some, they were not prepared. They were not prepared in the least. Had they thought he was actually going to get anywhere near it, they just set up what we're seeing now, okay, for the 2020 election, which we're going to get into, but just, you know, cool your jets. We got a ways to go. Hell, we got 50 minutes left, I think. Well, it's nine minutes and 30 seconds. Anyway, so we got some time left on this. So he gets into office. And, and I got to say, right off the bat, I did not vote for Trump initially. I voted for Ted Cruz because I'm looking at Trump. I'm like, all right, yeah, he's, he's, he's in the right direction, but I mean, he's Donald Trump. What's he really going to do? So I voted for Ted Cruz. And then, of course, Trump got the nomination. I'm like, well, maybe he ain't that bad. I'm going to vote for him. I'm sure shit not voting for Hillary Clinton. And I'm not voting for third party because third party, you might as well just, just, if you could actually physically take your vote and take it out back and take a nice steamy dump and wipe your ass with it, that's what you, that's what a third party ballot um, would actually be. So I voted for Donald Trump. And then the second I knew I made the right decision was on election night when they called it for Trump. Hillary hadn't conceded yet because you got to remember when they started calling stuff for Trump and it was apparent Trump was going to win. Hillary was kicking back on grandpa's cough syrup. Okay. She, she had to drink copious amounts of alcohol to even call him and concede. Well, it was the night they started calling everything for Trump. This is while, while Hillary's drinking. And I saw all those snowflake sons of bitches at her campaign headquarters that were waiting for her to come out. Oh, the first woman president. Oh, it's so great. And they're crying. And they got their, I'm with her hats on and t-shirts. And these, these, these dorky college educated idiots. These, these feminazis are up there. Oh God, no. They're grabbing their face. I'm doing it now, but I don't have video on this. They're grabbing their face. They're losing their minds. Oh no, this is horrible. So actually it turns out they had an insurance policy the FBI did, uh, Comey and Brennan and what's that? Peter suck stroke. I'm stroking stroke. Peter struck, struck, stroke, stroking and struck. Peter struck. 
And of course, he you know was banging Lisa Page, and and this all came about because he was banging Lisa Page, so he had to put everything in in text message to her about his insurance policy to make sure that you know Trump doesn't remain the president of the United States or he doesn't get elected or whatnot. This was out from the get go, okay? So they're already playing in this, uh, and of course, he gets elected. Oh shit! What do we do now? Well, we go to the insurance policy, which was Russian collusion. Okay, which they based on something called, as we all know now, the Steele dossier. You guys out there listening to know what that is. If you're listening in another country, you may not, but you should research it. Because I know a lot of people in other countries have different views of the president than more than half of this population this country does. And I get it. You're, if you're over in Australia or over in, in, in Japan or Germany or foreign countries, New York City. You may not be able to see the things that we see. So I get that 100%. Uh, so anyway, they go, oh, holy shit, we need to put this insurance policy in, in, in force, which is Russia collusion, collusion, which was all based on something called the Steele dossier. Christopher Steele from, from England, Great Britain. Um, he was, a, I think it was an MI6 or some stuff like that. Came up with this bogus dossier that talked about Donald Trump and his he he went to Russia and he was in bed with Putin and in the same bed he was in Putin with he was having Russian hookers piss on the bed because Barack Obama slept in the bed in the same hotel um just all kinds of goofy shit and Adam Schiff and the Democrats brought this out as soon as Trump gets elected, right? We all know Comey's dirty laundry. So it brings it out as soon as he gets elected. Oh, well, you know, this is Russian collusion. And, well, it turns out here, you know, Christopher still had this. And we, now we come to find out that the uh, Russians interfered in the election. Inter election interference. Holy shit, election meddling. So you think, what do they do? They, mu they, they must have tapped in to the ballot counters. They must have done something really nefarious. These, these damn Ruskies they did. Well, guess what? Didn't happen. The best they can come up with was Russia had bots on Facebook and Twitter. Or I think it was Twitter. Anyway, it was at least Facebook spreading disinformation. So if you read it, you're going to think, oh, God, yeah, I can't vote for Hillary. And I'm going to tell you right now, I saw a lot of stuff, which was bullshit. Okay, I did. A lot of people did. I tried calling out people. There was even conservatives of calling out friends of mine. I'm like, well, what's this? Oh, yeah, you didn't see this picture of Hillary Clinton shaking Osama bin Laden's head? That's fake. That's photoshopped. I, that may have been part of it. I don't know. It's never really been released. But the whole uh, Russia collusion thing, and he colluded with Russia and was going to, you know, do uh, favors for Vladimir Putin. At the time this is going on, I'm thinking two things. I'm thinking, okay, either Trump messed up somewhere. You know what I mean? And, like, he said something to Putin, and it's it's on it's on audio. Oh, kind of like that Billy Bush tape where he's like, yeah, you know, grab him by the pussy, you know, which was another thing they tried to push that nobody cared about because, well, I'll give you this as this example. We were talking about the Billy Bush tapes for just a minute and get back into this. We we're talking about Russia collusion and him and bet audio something. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So this came out and I worked with a liberal guy, the Billy Bush tape. They were talking about that. And uh, well, it was actually after he got elected. The guy's like, oh, I just can't stand President Trump. I'm like, why not? Well, it's the way he talks. You hear how he talked about the, the grabbing by the pussy on the tape? And I'm like, I'm going to tell you something. That was a 
private conversation to his recollection. And he goes, yeah, but that tells you how he treats women. And this guy happened to be homosexual that I worked with. And he was no stranger to comedy himself or perceived comedy. And so I got a question for you. How would you feel if you found out that somebody had a hidden microphone in this office and heard all the shit you said to me? And he looked at me and goes, well, I kind of see your point. I said, yeah, you do. You'd never run for office, would you? So anyway, the, the, the liberals, they don't want to even think about that. So anyway, I'm thinking when this Russian collusion thing is going, maybe they got audio of him talking to Putin, you know, like Obama did when he told Vladimir Putin, you know, hey, just let me get the re-election done and I can be a lot more flexible paraphrasing something like that. So I'm thinking there's something like that. Well, there's not. There's nothing really. So Russia collusion, bada boom, it's done. Nothing there. Stormy Daniels, nobody gives a shit. Grab him by the pussy, nobody gives a shit. So now the Democrats lie in wait. They lie in wait for Trump to open his mouth, and he does. He does. He says the weirdest shit. He's Donald Trump. He's going to say whatever pops into his mind. And they, well, this is just terrible that the president of the United States, well, did you hear what he said yesterday? Well, did you see he sneezed on that wall in the White House? So they're going after all this little stuff. And, you know, guys like me are like, hey, whatever. It's it, go Trump. And we don't care. Until President Zelensky is nominated the president, wins the election in the Ukraine. So, Trump's been hearing for a couple years this this thing with Joe Biden. Okay, I think you all know what that is. The Joe Biden thing where he talks about the Ukraine. And there's a clip of it. You can go look it up. I'm sure everybody's heard it. Where he talks, and this is, I know I'm paraphrasing. I didn't come very well prepared for the show. I use see now I expect there to be a co-host for the show, and there's not one. So my notes and everything was written like, oh, I'm gonna have some guy here to bounce this off of. I don't tonight, but so I'm paraphrasing. Joe Biden was talking to a group of people, and it was recorded, and he was talking about this prosecutor that worked for the Ukrainian government that was looking into things. Turns out he actually was looking into Burisma, which <laughs> his his son Hunter worked for. He was on the board of directors. It's a Ukrainian gas company. The biggest one there, I think it's defunct now, but yeah, he was like, I don't know, what was it, like $50 million a month or some stupid shit like that. So anyway, he's working for Burisma. Now, this guy was investigating other things in Ukraine as well, but he was also investigating Burisma. So anyway, Joe Biden is on tape talking about him asking the then president, the government, the president, the government, the then government president of the Ukraine to fire the prosecutor. And at this point, he's a vice president of the United States. His son works for a gas company that, and I forgive me, I can't remember his name, that the prosecutor was investigating at the time. So he's over there on a diplomatic thing He's got a million dollars, I think it is, that the United States is going to give them. And he tells the president of the Ukraine at the time that you need to fire this prosecutor. And if you don't fire this prosecutor, you're not going to get the million. I'm leaving in six hours. Fire the prosecutor, you're going to get the million. And he goes, and son of a bitch, they fired the prosecutor. So Trump's heard this. Everybody's heard this at this point. So, President Zelensky gets elected. 
Trump calls him up to congratulate him and says, hey, you know what? He goes, there's something going on with Biden's over there. Can can you can you look into this? There's there's got to be some kind of corruption. We don't know what's going on. He's on tape saying this, and and it was a pretty tame phone call as we come to learn. I think it was. Well, not with, and I I'm gonna completely rip off Rush Limbaugh on this because I love it. Every time he did this, I laughed. There was a certain guy that heard that phone call that got his little feelings hurt. And his name was Colonel Alexander. Oh, say can you see Vinman? <laughs> I swear to God, when Rush Limbaugh did that, I about peed my pants driving down the highway. Um, Alexander Vinman heard that. Oh, that's just terrible. I have to report this. I have to blow the whistle. It was Alexander Vinman. He ended up getting fired anyway. <laughs> Sucker. So Alexander Vintman blows the whistle, and then we know what the Ukrainian quid pro quo thing that they impeached Trump over turned out to be another nothing burger, along with the Russian investigation with Bob Mueller, and they didn't find anything there. But with the Ukrainian thing, when that broke, and we're kind of going back to the Russia deal at this point, too. Ukrainian thing broke, and they had this transcript transcript and there was a quid pro quo and he's asking favors and holding holding military aid back until and I'm like okay maybe he stepped in it maybe he actually did do something because you know Donald Trump has no filter maybe he said something that was bad and then you get Adam Schiff on there and he's well yeah you know what you're gonna do me a favor he's reading the transcript like this is actually what they said this is this is a hearing and he's actually reading and reading what he wants Donald Trump to say it's like, you're going to do this for me or else, or blah, 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 and you don't do this for me, and yo, Guido, and all this other shit. And people actually thought that's what Donald Trump said. So anyway, as this is developing, I'm going, you know, maybe maybe Trump stepped on his dick. You know, maybe he actually did something that they're going to be able to use against him and impeach him for. Because I thought, you know what, why in the hell would anybody start an impeachment on the President of the United States for nothing? All right, Russia, really nothing there. Now they're going to impeach him. They're actually bringing articles of impeachment against the President of the United States. You know how much tax dollars this is going to cost? Look, the guy went through this whole Russian Russian probe thing, and it took up so much. He couldn't be a president during this. And now you're going to bring up articles of impeachment. I thought, boy, Eldonzo, whatever they got's got to be pretty good. I mean, this is this is a big deal. You know, maybe they maybe they got him. <laughs> well, guess what? Turned out they didn't have him. Nowhere near having Donald Trump. Not even remotely close. Not even in the ballpark. It was a gigantic waste of time. They looked like idiots. So this just adds to the track record. So we get done with the impeachment. Then what smacks us in the face? Coronavirus. And of course, Donald Trump could have cured coronavirus in the first week it was here, and he still would have been an abject failure in the eyes of the left. Once again, Trump likes to talk, and I get that. I like to talk, too. Hell, I'm doing this now. Shit, we're going on 24 minutes almost of me nonstop talking to somebody that's not even in the room, just people that I hope are listening to it. Reminds me of that meme. Uh, It was a band. I used to play in a band. Why still play in a band? I used to play in a band, now I just play with myself. It was a meme of a, of a band on a stage, and it had a singer. 
and it was empty. The The hall, the bar was empty, and the caption was, we'd like to thank Bob for coming out tonight. So anyway, so the Ukrainian thing is bust, and the, the Russia hoax, and then they get then they get the coronavirus. This is their next great opportunity to go after Trump, because somehow or another, he's going to do something that they don't like, and they can prove that they could have done better. And that's exactly what they've done. Now, like I said, we're approaching uh, halfway through the show, so we're not going to delve into coronavirus. We're going to wrap this up and move on to a few other things. But coronavirus, 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 it just drags on. Well, Trump did this, and Trump said drink bleach and shove a mag light up your ass. No, he didn't do that. Meanwhile, this is an election year, okay? And now these reports start to come out, this historic Hispanic support for Trump. Historic black support for Donald Trump. It's pretty weird, isn't it? Republican historic support for this guy. So, my theory is they started setting this up, setting this election up with the coronavirus. Yeah, with the mail-in ballots. Oh, you got coronavirus. You can go to Walmart and touch all the nasty carts and everything, and be around all those, all those stinky smelly walmart shoppers that are breathing and don't have their masks on right but you can't go to the polling place we need to allow these people to get uh, frivolously quantified mail-in votes we we need to be able to mail a shitload of ballots out to people we don't know who we're mailing them to we don't even know if they live in the state they may be dead but we need to mail them out because we can't have anybody going to the polling place oh geez what are we gonna do oh god everybody runs around grabs their ass right I'm telling you, as God is my witness right now, the whole point of the mail-in ballots, they they saw this as a Hail Mary. There's, there's surely no way Trump can get reelected again. It's never going to happen. Why would anybody vote for that chauvinist pick? But just in case so, we're going to have some mail-in ballots. Yeah, you know, and if it looks like he's kind of leading Biden, uh, you know, in the swing states, we'll just get some of these mail-in ballots. It's a perfect crime. And you know what? Turned out to be the perfect crime. You know, coming up to the election, the October surprise was Hunter Biden's laptop. So we were talking about stupid things. Nobody's that stupid. And we we started with the Russia collusion and the bullshit steel dossier. And we talked about uh, we talked about the Ukraine quid quid pro quo and all this other stuff that they always try to get Trump on. So now I'm a firm believer at this point, and people are just stupid. Now we have Hunter, Li- Hunter Biden's laptop come out, and I'm honest with you. This one got me. I mean, have some faith in old Aldonzo here, but this one really tripped my ass up. Because when I read the New York Post report that Hunter Biden's laptop had been obtained and had supposedly salacious things in it, porno. Okay, I could believe that from left, from Hunter Biden. I mean, he's a scumball, okay? He's a scumball. I feel bad for the guy, because I think he's been used as a pawn by his dad for years. Scumball. And all this other stuff starts coming out. And then they have evidence and emails and texts that Hunter Biden was got his job because he was Biden and he was giving kickbacks to his dad. And I'm thinking, all right, there's no way. What happened to this laptop now? Oh, so you're going to tell me that Hunter Biden took the laptop to a, to a, 
computer repair repair place along with two other laptops that were water damaged said hey can you fix this laptop that's stupid that's stupid that's a money that's that's monumental stupidity that you have this kind of information on a laptop and you're going to take it to a computer repair place i'm going to have a sip of beer and let that sink in real quick monumentally stupid Now, wait a minute. I'm thinking, maybe the Russians planted this. And I know Giuliani and Bannon got this. This is Giuliani and Steve Bannon, okay? They're working together with uh, Miles Guo, and, and they're, oh, yeah, we got him, we got him. I thought there's no way there's anybody that stupid. It's impossible. Why would you take it to some fly-by-night computer repairman in Delaware? Your dad's the vice president of the United States. Well, he's not the vice president at the time, but you get the idea. I'm not going to, you know, split atoms here with this. That was stupid enough. But then we start hearing the reason that this guy could report the laptop and look at it was because it became his property. Uh, he tried contacting Hunter Biden for the $85 payment, which Hunter Biden never got back to him. So after 90 days, the law was, that property becomes yours, like a mechanic's lien. Hunter Biden never went to go pick up the laptop. Impossible, right? Absolutely impossible that anybody is that damn stupid. Hey, that's what I thought too. Then stuff stuff starts coming out, and, and, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking, okay. If, if Giuliani and Bannon, because there's no way he's this stupid. If Giuliani and Bannon have been set up, that's the end of Donald Trump. If they fell for this, if this really was the Russians or somebody else because, of, you know, the Ukrainian situation, this is bad. We're done. I was fretting about this. I'm like, this can't be true. Nobody's that stupid. <laughs> well, guess what? Somebody was that stupid, and that st- stupid somebody was Hunter Biden. All right? They never came out and denied that that was his laptop. Hunter Biden never came out. He actually went into hiding. Hmm. Joe Biden never denied it. All they did in the first week was release a statement in regards with Joe Biden meeting with Ukrainian officials or, or people on the on the board of directors for Burisma that there was no officially scheduled meeting with these people on this day. They didn't come out and say, no, this is bullshit. You can't believe this. This is stupid. This is Trump and his idiot buddy Giuliani and Bannon. No, they said, well, there was no officially scheduled meeting. Then I started thinking. Wow, man. I, I should have done that like Owen Wilson. Like, wow. Maybe there's some meat to this. But I still thought, no way. No, Nobody's going to give somebody a Christmas gift like this. There's no way this is real. And then Giuliani goes on. No, it was Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon goes on and goes, yeah, this is real. I've got, I've got the emails from Hunter Biden's lawyer asking for the laptop back. I'm just waiting for them. I'm just waiting for them to go even further so I can drop this on them. No denials. Mainstream media, as always, didn't push it. So now I'm starting to think, son of a bitch. They fired the prosecutor. I mean, son of a bitch. They are that stupid. Which it turns out they are. There was something supposed to come up with Trump uh, towards, God, what was it? Towards the end of uh, October. 
And, and I think it was one of the news outlets was talking about they had it on the, the talking head shows and it never happened. That the Democrats had something cooking that it never did. Nancy Pelosi and Adam Schiff and all these other blowhards and Eric Swalwell, the that that human paraquat from California. So I'm thinking they're not that stupid. Every time they've gone after Donald Trump and said, Oh, we got you now. You're oh, he's out of here. He's out of here. Oh, oh. Lisa, Lisa Page, oh my sweetness, my darling, we have an insurance policy. Oh yes, oh my, my mistress and lover, oh we're not going to let that big bad Donald Trump get in the White House. Every time they pulled this shit, it backfired on them. Every time they were so dead sure that they were going to have him, it backfired. Now get to the election. Election night, Donald Trump's winning pretty good, isn't he? Mm. I went to bed thinking, damn, no way they can, uh, no way he can't knock this out of the park. Woke up the next morning, some changes have been made. Of course, you know, Fox News called Arizona and Virginia and then had to recant it and all this. Fox is not in, in, in Trump's corner anymore with this. So the next morning, first thing I do, 6.05 a.m. after I get to work and start the guys going, I get on the computer well, shit, he's 800,000 points ahead in, in, in Pennsylvania. He's won Florida. He's won Ohio. He's won. I mean, that's it. My brother called me. He's like, hey, what do you think, man? And I said, well, in regards to what? He says, Pennsylvania, you think he's going to get it? I said, look, I've already looked at the registered voters in Pennsylvania, how many people have voted. I said, it would take every vote coming. I can't remember how many of the precincts were reporting, but I did that math too. I said, he would literally have to for Joe Biden to win, he would literally need every remaining vote historically coming in to be for him and then some. The way I figured this up. I mean, it'd be right, it'd be right on the Nat's ass he'd have to have to win this. Throughout the day I'm watching and he's he's gotta be Trump's like a, a eight hundred thousand vote lead on him. And it's dwindling and dwindling and dwindling and dwindling. Same's happened in Nevada. Same's happened Georgia. He should have had Georgia. And it's starting to drop too. And I'm thinking, what the, what the fuck is going on here? This is impossible. How is this? And then, then you start seeing these record number of votes. I think as of this recording, Joe Biden's at like 78 million and Donald Trump's at 72 million. Six million votes. Uh, Joe Biden... A rich white guy who nobody likes. Okay, nobody likes Joe Biden. If anybody voted for Joe Biden, they were voting against Trump. He didn't draw this base. He sat in his basement like a twat. He never drew a base. He never had that excitement in his base. Let's put it that way. Meanwhile, Trump's drawn thousands and thousands of his rallies. People are going apeshit for Donald Trump. They love him more than they did four years ago. I know so many people that either A, didn't vote, or B, voted for Hillary Clinton last year, last year, the last election, that voted for Trump now. I don't know anybody that voted for Trump that's not vote, voting for him. This I don't know any one of them. Maybe Mitt Romney. Oh, no, he was a never-trooper from the get-go. Forget about Mitt Romney. Um, so seeing the support there, it's hard for me to believe that Joe Biden... This old gaff-prone of, you don't vote for me, you ain't black. This old gaff-prone white guy got 10 million more votes than Barack Obama. I don't buy it. 
I also note by the fact that Joe Biden could potentially be the second president in the history of the United States of America to be elected president without winning Florida and or Ohio. Either one of them. The first one was in 1960. Uh, That was a cat named uh, John F. Kennedy. He did not win Florida or Ohio. As a matter of fact, Richard Nixon won Florida and Ohio, and he still lost. That was, the, that was the only time other than this, the only time in the history of our country anybody's ever pulled this off. I find it odd. I find a lot of things odd. I find it odd that they, uh, they shut down voting in the swing states at 10 o'clock at night, and then you woke up the next morning, oh, all these ballots appeared out of nowhere. I find that odd, too. I find it odd that they, they, they made the same mistakes they made in 2016. I mean, apparently they did. I mean, they, everybody but Trafalgar had all the polls going to Joe Biden. This was going to be a slam dunk for Joe Biden. I thought there's no way they can screw this up. You know, maybe Trump's got to run for his money. I'm not seeing this with his base, though. I'm just not, I'm not getting it. I don't see it, but maybe I'm wrong. I'm not a very intelligent person. I'm not. I, I've had people tell me, you're a smart guy. I, I'm not. I'm not smart. I'm just fast. And, and I've used that to my, to my, uh, I've used that for years to cover for my lack of intelligence because fast people seem smart, but we're really not smart. I can guarantee you that right now. So anyway, 1960 was the last time this ever happened. And if you get on the Google or the Wikipedia, they haven't scrubbed this yet. 1960 was thought to be one of the most corrupt elections in the history of this country. Because you saw a lot of things that are going on with this election go on in Illinois and Texas. And that's why JFK won. He got all the states the Democrats always get. And Illinois and Texas. Texas because LBJ was from Texas, so they thought there was some conspiracy going on there. Maybe there was, maybe there wasn't. Maybe it was just a, you know... Texans decided to break away and vote for JFK, but it was was odd. And then Illinois, the Daily Machine, the Richard Daily Machine, made sure that Kennedy won Illinois. Because from what I've read, Richard Nixon was gaining on him, then all of a sudden, boom, the next morning, well, holy shit, look at all these ballots that came in for Kennedy. That's how he pulled it off. That's how he did it. Of course, Kennedy, I, I believe, won Pennsylvania as well, but not Ohio and not Florida. So, that's anecdotal. I mean, that's, that's, there's, this is all theory at this point with what actually went on in the 1960 election. There's no way we can go back to that. All right. There's no way we'll know for sure. We can only speculate and you don't want to speculate, theorize, or hypothesize. It's like when you assume you make an ass out of you and me, some things look odd there, just like they did in Michigan, just like they did in Georgia, just like they do in Wisconsin. It's like they do in Pennsylvania. They look odd. When there's smoke, where there's smoke, there's usually fire. No, actually, where there's smoke, there always is fire. They've already come out. Sidney Powell has a treasure trove of evidence. And if you watch the the lamestream media, these idiots at PMSNBC and the Clinton News Network and all these others, they say, well, there's no there's no founded evidence. And this is unfounded claims. Well, there's no evidence. There's no evidence. They got affidavits. They have 
affidavit signed by these people that said, yes, we saw this. Uh, everything from the voting machines being rigged. They got people from Dominion that blew the whistle on them and quit and came and signed affidavits because they know the jig is up. They know this is happening. They're talking millions of votes. Uh, you got people that, that are signing affidavits. They were not allowed to watch the ballot process. You have people signing affidavits that in in uh, in Detroit, Michigan, they stopped counting at 10 o'clock. Why would you stop counting? When the hell does that happen? Oh, happened in 1960. Why would you stop counting votes at 10 o'clock at night? And then we'll just start the next morning. This is the this is the you're electing the president of the United States. You don't stop counting votes. You get your ass in there and you do it. And the fact that they didn't have Republicans involved, they kept them at, I say, arm's distance. I'm looking at my arm now. It's it's only a couple feet away, my fingertips. I'd say probably 20, 30 feet, and they were blacking out the windows and everything. That's pretty odd. Uh, it's also odd, too, that in, in Detroit at 4.30 in the morning after they stopped counting, <gasps> Oh, this truck shows up with sixty to 100,000 ballots in it. They got an affidavit signed for that, too. Now, there's, like I said, a lot of anecdotal things that went on that may or may not be proven. If you take the small stuff that, that they, they've already proven, dead people have voted. They have proven that people voted that don't even live in the state anymore, that didn't even get a ballot. They've proven that. Well, that stack up enough to flip votes to Trump? Probably not, but we're talking about between these swing states, uh, ten or twelve thousand to seventy some thousand spread. When you look what happened in Antrim County in Michigan, where they oh, you know what there was a there was a glitch in this Dominion Smartmatic software, and well, there was actually six thousand Republican votes that actually flipped the county. When you look at counties like that, six thousand votes, six hundred's one thing. Even 60 is unacceptable, but 6,000 votes flips a county? Yeah, this needs to be looked into. Look what's going on in Georgia. I mean, as of this morning, I think they found 6,000 votes already that weren't counted, that were just out there hanging in limbo. There's something going on. When you look at uh, Nicolas Maduro and Hugo Chavez uh, were part of Dominion and Smartmatic, the guys that actually started Dominion and, and Smartmatic, made these machines and this software for Hugo Chavez and Nicolas Maduro to throw elections in Venezuela. Sydney, okay, so getting back to the stupid. Sydney Powell, Lynn Wood, Rudy Giuliani, uh, Alyssa, uh, uh, forgive me. I, the, the, anyway, Trump's legal team comes out and they came out today with a vengeance. And they said, they have irrefutable evidence that Trump won this election in a landslide. They made a big deal. And I'm going to tell you something. Sidney Powell and Lynn Wood are not some crackpot lawyers. They're not people that have ever been bought in their career. Okay, these are professionals. And let me tell you something about lawyers like that. They don't go for money. They don't. They don't go for money. I mean, yeah, they want to make money just like anybody else does. They want money. Everybody does. Money's a, a, a great motivating factor. But lawyers like that, and, and by the way, Lynn Wood was a guy that represented Richard, Richard Jewell, who was the uh, suspected bomber at the 96 Olympics, I think it was, uh, down south. 
represented him, got him off. These people want a legacy. They don't want money. For them to come out and say that Donald Trump won in a landslide, this is rigged and we can prove it. These machines are rigged, we can prove it. We've got the people that work for this company and rigged these machines have come forward and said this. We've got Dominion is leaving their corporate officers offices. They're packing up and leaving in the middle of the night. Something is going on here. For these people to put their reputation on the line is nothing short of extraordinary. If they're wrong. If they're wrong and they don't have this evidence, why are they doing this? You gotta remember, they didn't come out and say, well, you know, there's there's still five hundred thousand unaccounted for votes, and we 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 need to see that may swing the election. No, they came out and said this was rigged. Trump won this in a landslide. Okay, so my thing, and the Democrats come out and they say, well, this is, well, this is unfounded and this isn't going to, we got Trump and Trump's out and Joe Biden's going to be the new president. You know what I got to say to that? Think of all of the times in the past four years you had Donald Trump. Think of all the times you've had him in your grasp and we're going to squeeze your nuts, buddy. And you didn't. You didn't come close to it. You look like assholes, which has happened quite a bit over the past four years. I believe the Democratic Party is so wrapped up in Donald Trump right now that they will do anything they can to get rid of him. If Donald Trump wins this re-election, which I think there's a good chance he will, don't be surprised if there's an assassination attempt on Donald Trump. That's how much they hate him. So anybody that hates somebody that bad will do anything they can, including fraud in an election. I thoroughly believe that. So, something else I wanted to touch on real quick. Let me bring up my secondary. Come on, you son of a bitch. Get, get. Well, I may have to put a pause in this area because my laptop is not. Did it just shut off? No, here it comes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. Give it give it to Eldonzo. Yes, baby. Okay. So, one of the things I've been wrapping my mind around is, obviously, Donald Trump, even if he doesn't win, which I think he's going to, even if he doesn't win, when you looked at the polls coming in from everywhere, but Trafalgar Group, the Fox polls, the CNN, MSNBC, Pew, I mean, all these people, they had Biden with a comfortable borderline landslide victory. And once again, I thought, well, this didn't work out for him in 2016. They, they called the same thing for Hillary Clinton. Surely, they're not stupid enough to make the same mistake. I'm watching these polls, and then, then I find out that they're pulling more Republicans and Democrats in these polls, like, like 30 to 70, 40 to 60. Well, yeah, Donald, Donald Trump's going to lose. His poll number's going to be lower if you poll more Democrats than you are Republicans. It makes sense, right? Why wouldn't it? So I thought there's got to be an answer. You know, Aldonzo, I got to find an answer for everything. I got to find the logic behind this. So I get online. I dig deep. I go back years to, to try and find explanations for how this works. And I can't find one. But but I do find some of these liberal talking heads. Well, you know, the reason was, well, we pull less uh, Republicans because of this. And there's this 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 factor in this algorithm. Blah, 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 blah. They're doing it now. They're doing the same thing they were before. They're doing it now. So I'm thinking, well, maybe they got it right. 
Frank Luntz came out and said, <laughs> I tell you, no, the polls are right. And if they're not right this time, then, you know, I think our profession is done for. Well, guess what, Frank? Your profession is done for. Every time I think nobody can be that stupid, somebody says, hold my beard. This is how stupid we are. So I read this today. Multiple pollsters told NPR on Thursday, today, that a lack of variety among respondents, particularly concerning Republicans and levels of education, led to inaccurate polls ahead of the 2020 elections. It's safe to say that we don't have enough Republicans in our samples. Cliff Zukin, a retired Rutgers University political science professor and longtime pollster, told NPR, No shit, Sherlock. You're that stupid. You don't learn your damn lesson. You can't figure it. Courtney Kennedy, Pew Research Center's director for, or excuse me, Pew Research Center's director of survey research, added that pollsters almost always have too many college graduates who took the survey because they're just more amenable to doing it. And in this political era, that's correlated with support for Democrats. You can keep your fucking college-educated idiots, okay? And we don't care about them. It always goes back to, well, they accidentally pulled more educated people. Um, so that means vote for uh, Democrats and not Republicans because they're educated. They went to college. You got some bullshit liberal arts degree or some philosophy degree or balloon animals, underwater basket weaving. Uh, but, but they have that piece of paper, so they're smarter than everybody else. So they're going to need to change that next time. No, but it just proves they're that stupid. Now, end of this first long, long, long segment brings me to this. They're that stupid. I now at this point, when I heard all this stuff coming out about the election fraud and everything that the Democrats supposedly did, I went, there's no way. And I watched Sidney Powell and Woodwood come out and they, and they, 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 they made these uh, testaments to what they have, the evidence, and this is for sure going to happen. It's irrefutable. Donald Trump and whatever team he surrounds himself with has proven not to be stupid. Sidney Powell and Lynn Wood will not take this risk if it's going to backfire on them. The other team comes out and says it's BS, it's unfounded, there's nothing there. This is a nothing burger. There's, oh no, there's no fraud. This is the most secure election in the history of the United States. <laughs> oh, gee, lovey. They're stupid. And I believe they're stupid again. I made a Facebook post. It was probably insensitive, but I don't care. It was pretty much saying, don't blame me if in a couple weeks you find out Donald Trump's your president for another four years and you decide to throw yourself off a bridge and commit suicide because that's going to be the least of the concerns for America at that point. If you look at what these Antifa scumbag thug POSs did in D.C., I mean, they already think Joe Biden's one. They don't even care. They don't care that Joe Biden's one. They don't even like Joe Biden. But they're going to attack Trump supporters just because they're Trump supporters. Oh, my God. Can you imagine the heads that are going to explode when they figure out that Donald Trump is still their president? When they think, well, at least Joe Biden's in. Hey, Joe Biden. Woohoo. Yeah, we're going to have throw Trump out of office parties. No, no. These people are going to snap. Okay, Dees and I were talking about that the other night. They're going to snap. we got a few minutes left. What, what do we want to go after? What do we got here? Hey, hey what do we got? Let's see what we got here. Let's just change this up. Oh, Jack Dorsey and that that creepy-looking little guy, Mark Zuckerberg. 
recap today's news of what happened with that. Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey and Facebook honcho Mark Zuckerberg testified before the Senate Judiciary Committee on their companies under a firestorm of criticism for blocking the post-expose on Hunter Biden's business dealings in Ukraine and China, which they absolutely f***ing did. All right? They suppressed the New York Post story. They didn't want that getting around because they didn't want to hurt their chances. No matter how much that they they knew that Dominion had already rigged these machines, they still didn't want to take that chance. One member of the committee, Josh Harley, Hawley, tweeted ahead of the meeting, I've heard from Facebook whistleblowers who revealed Facebook and Google and Twitter coordinates to censor. Facebook has an internal platform to manage it. Dorsey got out ahead of that. We made a quick interpretation using no other evidence that the materials in the article were obtained through... Oh, my paper faded. Obtained through hacking, and according to our policy, we blocked them from being spread. Well, that's BS. Once again, it goes back to this. There's always these actors in here that that want to, just like MSNBC and CNN and all these news stations, they always want to try to manipulate what you're getting. Well, I think Twitter and Facebook are going to get the big one, too, because I think after this election, they're not going to qualify for Section 230, which is a federal law that shields media companies from liabilities that would otherwise reshape or crush their businesses. Uh, If you don't know 230, you might want to look at it. The law protects social media companies from being held liable for the content of users' posts. Proponents argue it enables open forums on the internet to exist. It does, but when they're not restricting or editing the content, providing the content, which is what they're doing by doing all the fact-checking. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Dees and I will be back for a team, a duo, of can go get them like we usually do next week. So until then... Keep your powder dry, guys. This is Donzo out.